I'm Crawl, where we delve into a new album each episode, song by song. This week, we are doing Poison Ideas, Feel the Darkness, a hardcore punk album uh, brought to you by me, James Johnson. I'm here along with my co-host slash brother, Paul Johnson. Um, and you may notice it may sound a little bit different because we're doing something a little bit different this week. Paul, you're talking to the mic just for a little bit. We sound exactly the same, don't we? Yeah, we do sound exactly the same. That's because we are in the same location tonight. We're in New York City, New York, and James is Williams, uh, Williamsburg. I never call him James. James, <laughs> James Williamsburg uh, apartment, and we are doing our first live album crawl show. So, Paul, how are you feeling? How are you feeling? You he flew, he flew in last night to New York, uh, and tonight we're here. We're in my apartment. It's a Friday night. We got uh, we got low lighting. We got candles lit for the occasion. Yeah. We just we just had an espresso shot. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm absolutely hyped to be able to do this in person. I think uh, uh, I've had a fantastic day. First day ever in New York City, and. You know, this album is an absolutely crazy album to be getting into. If, if you're, nobody knows, nobody, nobody knows this album. Unless you searched out this album in a podcast for this album, you don't know this album. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, and it's and it's not like you don't know this album. Your hipster friend telling you don't know this album, and it's like Tame Impala before he got big. No, this is you. You don't know this album. Yeah, <laughs> I can't fathom that you do. Yeah. So, Paul, before we uh, we were hanging out and. You know, usually we pick an album, one person picks it, this was my pick, and, you know, we take two weeks and we listen to it probably eight times, nine times usually. Paul, how many times did you listen to this? Uh, two times. Two times I listened to this album. So um, let's just say that my understanding of it is pretty rudimentary, but basically this song, this uh, this album is, is tough to get your head into if you're not into the genre. Uh, it's very aggressive music, it, and it's 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 I, I don't want to say it's poorly produced because it's not, but it is not great instrumentation um, or like mixing mastering on it. A, a lot of a lot of the stuff is very amateur and and purposefully amateur. It seems like they just left the loose loose ends. So that was it was tough for me. The genre is tough for me, and it's just you know, punk is hard for me. Punk is a raw genre, like punk. This is punk. Is, is this is punk? Is hardcore punk? Yes. Yeah, Borders on punk. metal. De- tough, tough genre for me. The furthest away, I'd rather listen to a whole country album. Yeah. From original country. Yeah. So, but you, you didn't. You were able to listen all the way through. Yeah. So I, so uh, I started the introduction to this album last week. Is that we we did Brian Eno's Apollo, and it was ambient. And you know, I was like, in my head, I was like, well, we haven't done a punk album. Which I oh we haven't like I want to like diversify a lot like I really want to use this podcast to broaden our horizons yeah and you know this is kind of like a joke like we did ambient so let's do the fucking opposite so I texted (laughs) our other brother Matt who's a hardcore punk and loves this kind of music and I was like give me some suggestions and his response was do you have to like it and I said no and he's like all right we're in business he sent me three albums. And this one I jived with the most. I listened to it and I was like, I listened to the first song and I was like, you know what? I'm fucking in. This is what I want. I wanted something charged. I wanted something with energy. I wanted it to make me just yeah. feel like I was alive. And so, so what would you say are like three mainstream bands that this artist sounds like? Black Flag is the number one. For sure. Uh, the Germs is the number two. 
And uh, I don't think I have a number three. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I even have one. Uh, but you, I guess you could toss the Misfits in there as some sort of mainstream cousin of this In, in a way, genre. yeah. I mean, it's punk, so it derives from the Ramones. It derives from the Clash. Sure, sure, sure. But in this, but then listening to it, you're like, it just can't. But this, So this is the 90s. It came out in 91. It came out in 90 and then re-released in 93 with like one more song and slightly better recordings. We're listening to the 2018 remaster. Imagine listening to the originals on like fucking cassette. Shady. Could you imagine? Shady. Jesus Christ. Um, so yeah, I mean, like it. Well, we'll get into. I have. I've done like. I normally I don't. Paul does way more research than me usually week by week. This week I like. I was like in on like what the fuck Hell is this? Yes. How does this exist? Thank God. I didn't do a lot, but I definitely did more than sometimes I do usually. You, you got it. You feel like you got a good understanding of this? I feel like I have a pretty good understanding of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause a lot of the times we try to ask the questions like who you know, likes this? What, what, why was this album made and for who? And like, you know, what, what was the, what was the goal of this album? What's the, what, what were they trying to accomplish with, with this album? Yeah. That type of stuff. I feel like I have a pretty good handle on all of those things. Yeah. Hell I don't yeah. want to get into it. Yes. Let's get I, I'm in. I'm super let, stoked to hear about that. Let, let's start. So, uh, first song. So, this, this is uh, Feel the Darkness. First song, Plastic Bomb. to understand when listening to music like this and the first thing is they would hate it if they heard people talking over their music right now that's number one they hate that this is happening so again <laughs> yeah i don't know who was listening to this but hey if you're here welcome in is that they okay the, the number two that's number one number two is that their music is based off visceral feeling it's not about being on time it's not about sounding good it's about screaming your fucking head off and getting your point across as clear as possible. Fuck yourself. Fuck you, guy. Yep. You smile at me, you go fuck you. You trying to be fake to me? Eat fucking dicks. Yep. And I will let you know, and I will scream about it, and we'll fucking shred in your face. That's it. Yeah. That's what this fucking album is. 
Super animalistic. It's extremely animalistic. They're they're hedonists in a way, and they're very they're anti-police. Obviously, we'll get to. They're anti-establishment. They're anti anyone who thinks that they could conform in any way. And uh, which, you is, know, which is what this song is about. Plastic bomb. It's about the just the, the you know the, the fakeness. The, the, all the fake people and and all, uh, clearly but clearly they're saying like this is like. A, an epidemic of sorts, or a pandemic of sorts. Exactly. It's they're not. They're not just saying you can't be fake, but they're saying more people are fake all around me all the time. Exactly. Is what, is what they're feeling like. Maybe they moved to San Francisco or something. <laughs> they're from Portland, Oregon. Oh. Yeah. Which is they're an from int- Portland. They're from Portland, Oregon. Yeah. They formed in nineteen. Oh. Eighty. God. In 1980, and this came out in 91. So this is um, this. Some would consider this their pretty much their peak. Sure. Um, they they had quite a few albums before this, and this is like probably the biggest main album. Um, they're hardcore punk, and yeah, they you know they're a hardcore punk band, which originated in California, Southern California, pretty much in the late '70s, early '80s. So they're mm-hmm. right around there. But in terms of like their peak, it came later. So they were students of Black Flag, and they. We're, yeah, just like a part of the scene. They 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 knew what was going on, and they they were a part of underground shows, and people who knew were part of the scene definitely knew them. And I mean, they're fairly big. If you look at the Spotify plays, you're talking about like you know a, a, almost a million plays on their biggest song. Yeah, and like our brother's a big proponent of them, but he didn't really. Know. I was trying to text him and be like, "Hey, like, do you have any info?" And he really didn't like know that much about him. He just knows the album. Gotcha. So I think that's kind of their. This is this is their this is their hit of the bunch. That this is their people, hit. People I don't the, people in the genre know. About. I don't think people know them that well, but they know the album, and I think it's like a pretty big album because, as far as like punk goes, and as far as like what I've listened to of hardcore punk musically, this is pretty diverse. I think they they delve into some metal realms. They delve into like even some blues a little bit. They they kind of like go a couple places, which made me really like this album for what it is like. And it doesn't let up. Like, it really doesn't. Except for the last song. It doesn't give you any fucking breaks. I definitely picked that up. There's This is the first album we've ever had where there is absolutely zero drop in energy. We talk about a lot on on this on this podcast about the storyline of the pot, of the episode and how, how do they roller coaster? How do they sew together the songs into a right. storyline? Yeah. This, they're, of course they do that. They're, and you can't make an album without doing that, even if it's completely random, because then that's how you do it. Mm-hmm. But in this in this album, at, ver- at the very least, they are not interested in changing the vibe. No, and they don't. I, Matt, Matt said to me, he was just here uh, at my apartment a couple weeks ago, and we went record shopping in Bushwick. And I think he said to me, he's like, yeah, you know, like, hardcore bands think it's not even an album if it, can, if it doesn't fit on a 7-inch disc. Which means it's... If it's like over twenty minutes, they don't even count. Call it an album because <laughs> they have like minute and a half long songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's this, this, deal. and so they they have full. I mean, we just listened to a three minute song, which for a hardcore song is long. And like I said, these guys are a little bit, from my understanding, they're a little bit more. They push it musically. Like you heard that guitar solo. Yeah. Like punk bands. I'm going off of Wikipedia research here, but I, I, true. I, I do think it's valid. They they disown. They disown guitar solos because it's 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 showboating. You're 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 showing off your yeah. skills. They don't give a fuck they, about they, guitar they, solos. A true, a true like root punk band would guitar solo while the lead singer singing in a completely disforming way. Like they wouldn't give a shit about anything. Yeah. Uh, there's there's zero, there's zero format. The, the the solo wouldn't be there to, to just to have the solo. They would do it for some purpose of of creating more disorder in the in the song. 
but um, yeah, that's that's definitely kind of rare for rare for this. And and they're not just doing some three chord stuff. They have the full chorus coming in in yeah. the back, which is yeah, very yeah, yeah. that's very common for punk for sure. But they they're they are still doing like movements like yeah. a normal song. Yeah, was. yeah, yeah. So they, they just crank it up the fuck up. They crank it the fuck up. They get they they just it's bulging at the seams. Maybe that's what hardcore is as opposed to just punk. Exactly. That exactly. That uh, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah, we'll go to deep yeah. sleep and we'll, let's talk about that. Cool. He's, he's got some better things. Guitarist's name is Pig Machine. Pig Machine, sure. Pig Machine. This is what I'm going to bring up. They uh, weird parents, probably weird parents. <laughs> around the t- around the release of this album, they clocked in total weight over 1,300 pounds for four people. So almost 400 pounds a piece. This these these guys. Maybe it's five. Maybe it's a five pounds? piece pan, but they're fucking fat ball. Pig Machine usually had to play sitting down. <laughs> They're true hedonists. They fucking drank and ate and lived the debaucherous These life. These guys are just pieces of shit. And this is 11 years into being a band, this album. Oh my god, they're just huge pieces of shit. That was, okay, so when I first listened to this, especially because Matt sent it us, and Matt, uh, our brother, is a straight edge, so... Part of me, like, it gets attached to this. I'm like, maybe, and listening to it, like, the what they're singing, I'm like, maybe they're straight edge? Maybe they're straight edge hardcore punk? Which straight edge is a form, like, it's, yeah. it comes from hardcore yeah. punk? And then, uh, yeah, no, that's not what they are. <laughs> it's not, it's not at all what they are. <laughs> they're debaucherous. Like, wow. these guys are hard well, fucking core. There's, there's thought. Someone in, there is a, someone in there is a true fan of the arts because, It's you know, a pig machine. Pig Machine's hardcore. Yeah. Pig Machine's a real, the real fucking deal. And that's why I, I think they most shine through in his solos and really the guitar riffs. Sure. Because he's, I think he's the driving force. It's him and the, and the lead singer, Jerry, uh, Jerry Ling. Sorry, let me, let, like, me, yeah. let me get his name right. Someone uh, Jerry A. This, I mean, the drummer's good, too. The drummer, the drummer keeps up. Yeah, the, well, so, yeah, that, that, that's the other thing with the, this kind of music is that, like, they'll all describe the drum as the fucking machine that drives hardcore punk forward. It's just, like, this unstoppable force that just, like, pounds its way, and I think there's a lot of really cool uh, drums in this in yep. the way that it's just, like, so visceral and so just pushing forward. Yep. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, yeah, straight up, straight up double bass, double kick. Uh-huh. You know? Unrelenting. 
pretty much unrelenting, and then heavy symbol hits. I mean, it's exactly it's exactly what you expect from from Punk. But what this, what you don't expect is the the breaks where they're kind of like playing off of the lyrics or they're transitioning mm-hmm. into a more complex system. Yes, and adding adding more elements because that's just that's so that's that's maybe kind of what this band their their twist on it. I think so. Yeah. And that and that's where I I found like I, I that's where I gained a lot of respect for them is like listening to the songs and like you you get this full wall of sound but then in each in a lot uh, not all of the songs but in a lot of the songs yeah there's just like this little bit of thing and you're like oh wait that was really cool. It's like a lot it's like it's like with a horror uh, genre movie yep. and you know they take the little thing and they do you know they put their own personal twist on it. And here, and then listening to this album over and over again, yeah. you can finally be like, you you hear this like crazy shit so many times, you can finally point out where it's a little bit different in the songs. Yes, that, that, I would say that that was something that appeared pretty obvious to me when listening to this album. Is like some of the songs had elements to them that stood out that made you listen to deeper to the song and made you know make it make it attractive. At zero point, n- none of the songs are consistently like that through the whole song, which is more no. of genre what you would call pop, where they're consistently trying to hook you, hook yeah. you with these melodies. Yeah, 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 these yeah, yeah. They have it, these elements of that. And in a sense, I, I think that they they want to they want to kind of get you, but then be like, we're not fucking that though. Yeah. Like there's a couple points in this like, where yeah, you yeah. see them start to do it, and then they're like, yeah, we're not gonna do it all the way though. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that that's a good, good, probably a good way to put it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they might. I think they'd probably agree with that. <laughs> all right, this is the badge. Guess what it's about. So that's my hating cops. You didn't pick that up. This was definitely the one. Listening to lyrics was definitely kind of a challenge. I did read the lyrics for these, and then okay, yep. once you hear it, you kind of catch along to what he's saying. Jerry, A, I, I think, and then after kind of reading the lyrics and getting kind of into them, uh, most of the lyrics extremely straightforward. Some of them have some pretty cool nuance. Uh, but a lot of it comes from the delivery. His like, you can feel the spit just 
spraying out of his mouth waste, which I love. I think it's great. Yeah, it's like it's like parquet quartz times like three. Times three million, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, parquet quartz definitely derives from punk music. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. they're same, same, same baritone. But like these guys would too. fucking hate parquet quartz. Oh yeah, no, 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 but uh, no, no, no. But yeah, all right, maybe not three million. Yeah, maybe like because these guys aren't. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, so this is a cop hating song. Um, my favorite line is um, "Sworn to serve and protect, forget the killing." I lo- I love that line. Uh, Classic. Yeah, they, 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 yeah. That's such a basic standpoint. Mm-hmm. It's such a stupid thing to say. Well, look, yeah, they're they're young, they're angry. But like, yeah, like like you said, yeah. I mean, you know, they, yeah, they, this is just this is just visceral hate. Yeah. Kind of put into music, which is what I, you know, obviously. What, okay, I I just thought about something while this was playing. Which is that the other album that I had the hardest time listening to was the Smashing Pumpkins album. I only listened to it twice, too. Really? Yeah, yeah. I definitely said that on the on the podcast. Okay, okay. But um, but the the commonality is that they have this this. I think a lot of punk has thin guitar production, like as opposed to like dun as opposed to like the bigger. Um, more filled out sound. I, I don't, you know. Yeah, there's bigger, no. Bigger yeah, reverb, yeah, it is, yeah. Thickness, saturation, whatever you want to call. Because they want it as raw as possible. They went charging. This is right. a, this is big. This is big. They're going for big. As opposed to thin. What are you saying? Yeah, You're they're saying going, most... yeah, they're going big as opposed to thin. Yeah, I think a lot of punk goes for thin. Mm. It goes for goes for crisp. Yeah, crisp and crisp raw. And, and, and like a straight up like a Fender. Yeah, I, and I, I think that's where these guys kind of delve into metal territory. Yeah, yes, 100% and rock. And rock, yeah. But Smashing Pumpkins had the same. It's the same thing that mm-hmm. they're trying to make big. Like mm-hmm. I think that 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 is what really just rubs me the fucking wrong way. The big guitar? What do you mean? Yeah, the big guitar production. That whole production that was big at the time. This was produced right around the same time, right? The nineties. Uh, yeah. This is right like, before. This is right before. What was that album? Shit. Uh, whatever that Smashing Pumpkins album. Yeah, Siamese, Siamese. Siamese Dream. Dream. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it was just this, it was just this thing of the time that didn't mm-hmm. last very long. That was yeah. like, ooh, I like this big sound. People just kind of was like a novelty, basically. Yeah, metal's in a big spot. Uh, what, what, when, like, when was Metallica big? Iron Maiden was, was, was definitely in the eighties. Pantera did this, and so did I don't Metallica. Know but yeah, Metallica, Pantera and Metallica both did it. I don't know when it'll I come up they, later. But Metallica, yeah. I and like on their Wikipedia page, they have listen 2018 Metallica covered one of the songs off this. No album, shit. Which wow. I didn't look it up. Maybe we could find it after we do the album. We but, should, yeah. Because it's my, it's I think it's if it's not my favorite song, it's oh, it's actually this song, fucking a. Let's do it. Uh, wait, no, it's not this song. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> it was so smooth. You should have just. Played uh, that song. I know, I know. Sorry, but let's let's do it anyway. Just, just rob everyone of the true album experience. Yeah, here, here's uh, here's just to get away. We wouldn't do that.
Paul just made an interesting comment: is that you can't get away from pop. They, he, he was saying that this song is just missing, just like that, the hook. All it's missing is a chorus with with like a catchy hook that breaks into like, like Green Day esque hook. Mm-hmm. Where it's like I don't know how to put it. They need a chorus. Yeah, like, that's a hook. they need a hook. Yeah, because like so many parts of the song is working. This is yeah. like one of the best songs, and this song is. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of the guitar. Yeah. Well, something that they've done well in every song is a call, a call and response between the. the Which is a huge guitar. punk thing. Huge, huge, huge punk thing is, is that they encourage aggressively encourage audience, you know, participation. You want everybody screaming along. No, no, with no, no, no. I'm talking about the call, call and response between the singer and the guitarist. Oh, sorry. Uh, what do you mean? Like, like, or, and, or like the drummer and the guitarist. Yeah, too. In this, okay. In this yeah, case, the yeah. drummer and the guitarist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in this whole album, I think that the, the singer and the guitarist trade off a lot. Like, mm-hmm. the singer will sing something, and then the guitarist will mimic or respond to it in some oh, okay. solo yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bump this shit. It's, it's, it's over. It's over right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I can go back. You want me to go back? Yeah, yeah, do it. Okay, hold on. Dude, let's catch this guitar solo. Just gotta go. Pretty funny. They, they don't want to be. I, so the point going back to the, the you can't get away from pop. At the end of the day, like you know, it, it, the better of a musician you become, the more inclined you are, the more capable you are of making pop. I think. The more what? A cap- the, the, competent. The more, the more competent of a musician you become, the more capable you are of making pop. I'm making a hook. Yeah, that's 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 the thing I always I'm wonder. Making, I'm making the core elements of pop, sure. Yeah, that, that's the thing I always wonder with like bands like this is like how much. Because, like, definitely their whole thing is fuck pop music. Oh, yeah, for sure. These and all their fan bases pop. is fuck pop music. So, yeah. like, how much of them maybe know, could do it? Yeah, but you know that you, you know they still like, everybody still likes some pop music. I mean, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but, like, if you're making a band that's about this, you're, you're gonna act, you are gonna you actively to. avoid it. You yeah. have to. You have to. Because if you did it, you're fucked. You can't. Somebody catches they you They would say, time, fuck yourself. Listen to a Drake song, your whole, your thing's busted. Well, it's not, no, it's not about that. It's like, even if you made a hook in your song, they would go, go fuck oh, yourself. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. want you're that. You're selling out, yeah. Exactly. Good, that, that's part so, of like, I wonder, like, yeah. can't Pig Machine write even a fat, like, I feel like he's got it. Oh, he he's got fucking sure. guitar These hooks. These guys could have made a fucking I, Green Day album. Yeah, but they no fucking doubt. didn't. They did not, and that's just part of who they are. It's just part of who they are. It's part of their value system and what they're perceived, you know, what what they're perceived not selling out is. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's uh, it's a big part for a musician is what is selling out to that musician. And I do, and, and honestly, listening to this and really steeping myself in this. I respect it. Like I, I, I think I like this more because it doesn't. I really do. I think I like it the way the way that it is and the hooks and yeah. quote unquote that it has. And you can say I don't want it say, to have more. You can say that you like that you like it because it's true to itself. They're they're not they're not going they're not shooting for something big here. Yeah. Even though they could have. Yeah. They liked what they were doing. I can feel the restraint true. and I can feel that they were, they did what they wanted to do. That's true. It's true. And it's I true. respect it. I mean, it's got. It's got the fucking blood. It has the oh, yeah. life it's running. Got the juice. Th- it's got the juice running through oh, this yeah. album. It's got it's got the sauce really because they've been doing it for ten years. Yeah, and, and you can no, really. It's feel no longer it. juice. The juice has been smoldered into yeah. sauce. It's all alcohol now. 
<laughs> all that all that sound, juice is basically like, just like 40s the case. this is only 40s you, you start going by pig machine uh, let's just say it's a symptom of a greater thing <laughs> i think he was at a band that had its name that had to do with pigs and that's where he got pig machine from i don't know uh, yeah. <laughs> he was gone for good it could be because he's really fat too i mean Absolutely, one of my favorite songs. That, that's the closest thing to a hook, yeah. On the on so far, yeah. With the, and and it it's also did something different that they haven't done on any. They doubled the guitar up. Mm-hmm. They, they knew that hook was good, and then they doubled the guitar up on it, which is a very very you know that's a production move. That's a production move that they didn't have to do. They clear clearly they don't have another guitarist who is doing that live. Yeah. But other than that, I bet they sound exactly like this live. Oh yeah. I just said like three things. All oh yeah, yeah. I definitely watched some live performances, and uh, this is what you get. Yeah, I bet. And you gotta love it. But that that little guitar bit. That's a hook. Yeah, dude, this fucking pick machine's got some shit. All it takes is the singer to pick up on that and just like. It's an interesting point. I didn't think about that. Yeah, just do it along with them. Yeah, I mean, this straight up white stripes. Straight up white stripes. Absolutely. I mean, not. the white stripes doesn't do this singing. Maybe like it. half the speed. <laughs> Slow it down a lot. Oh well, no, I'm talking about OG, you know, O3 white stripes, Seven Nation Army white stripes. That, that was so I just listened to Elephant. Okay. okay. They're not playing that fast. They're not playing that. They're fast. not playing this. This fast. is really fast. This is like probably like a hundred. This is very fucking BPM. fast. Yeah, yeah. It's about as fast as you get. Maybe you get close to that, but like, yeah, white stripes is not going this. I fast. guess so. They're 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 a little bit more soft. That's funny. But, I literally but, just but, listened to but, Elephant like two days so, ago. So so Zach Zach our cousin Zach is a big obviously big. Or not obviously. Cause I wonder if he knows this. He, he probably does. He probably does this, yeah. Um, big punk guy. And he was telling me that White Stripes, Seven Nation Army was straight up stolen from another punk band. From a punk band. Interesting. And so, did he play you the song? He did originally, and I can't remember what it was. I remember I thought, well, it is similar, but also a lot of things on guitar are similar. I think Jack White likes punk music. Oh, 100% Jack White likes punk music. No I fucking mean, doubt. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. And when you hear stuff like this, like, Jack White knows these guys. Jack White listened to this song. Yeah. Yeah. Jack definitely. White's guitar solos sound just like that hook. Yeah. They sound just like that hook. How do you stand, where do you stand on that, Paul? What do I stand on that? On That's terms great. Of, do it. No, in terms of taking it, yeah. 
do it. Yeah, hundred percent. Do it. Yeah. Make it your own and do it. Don't copy it, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. Why not? That's all of music. Yeah. That's all music, right? Yeah. Do it. Like I hear yeah, pe- people love hating on the artist once they find out how they made it, but yeah. every yeah. artist did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every artist did that in their own way. So you know, get get the fuck over yourself. And just because you know about it, just because you know about that one instance, doesn't change the fact that every artist that you've ever liked did the same exact thing. Where do you stand on Led Zeppelin? Led Zeppelin gets the, gets uh Well, Led Zeppelin copied flat. the exact songs. Yeah, I've I'm not I I know the reputation of it, and I love Led Zeppelin. Uh, but I've never heard. I no one's ever like presented so, me with a song by song. I had a bit of an epiphany on Led Zeppelin recently, like a week ago. I was listening to Muddy Waters, okay. Chicago blues legend, and the reason why is because I wanted to go to Muddy Waters restaurant, and I was like, I'm oh, sorry, Muddy Waters, Buddy Guy. Buddy Guy. Buddy Guy. Way different than Muddy Waters. I thought Buddy Guy was jazz. No. Oh, okay. Straight I don't up. know. I don't know blues. Buddy Guy's music sounds like a slowed down version of Led Zeppelin. Okay. If you took Buddy Guy's... It, this is my this is my epiphany, is that Buddy Guy's music is Led Zeppelin's music with a different production and a different speed. Okay. All Led Zeppelin did was take that music, make it faster... And maybe, maybe, okay, but then this is where, this is where they had a brilliance about them that they, they turned it into something new. Right. But a lot of their their filler songs were that, exactly that. Uh-huh. So that's, but they were music, musically extremely talented. So, yeah. You know, great. All the stuff that they plagiarized, that's fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Other than that, they, they took it, they changed it, they made it better. What the hell do you think uh, Buddy Guy did? You heard Robert Johnson and was like... Well, it comes from from taking it and like more... It's like clay. Like if you take this puddle of clay and then you kind of morph it yeah, with your material. hands. Yeah, and then you hand it off and then they kind of fork it with it yeah, a yeah. little and, bit. Yeah, and, yeah, and you can... You, can, you know, the talent is in the fucking with it. So, you know, if you want to hate on... It comes back to the same thing in basics, principles. It's like, yeah, you can hate on any musician for, for copying something, but at the end of the day, every artist does it. The only the only question is how well do you change it? Mm-hmm. And make it your own. And you listen to Cashmere by Led Zeppelin. You can't tell me that Cashmere or the Evermore is the Evermore song. Battle of Evermore. Battle yeah. of Evermore had anything to do with you know blues. Any, anyone like, else? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> that good, a, a strong point. A, a very good point. Cashmere is only done by Led that Zeppelin. Shit is they weren't crazy. taking that. That's only done by a band that could get propulsed yeah. to that point. But, but you listen to Days and Confuse and you go, that's yeah. Buddy Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Interesting. Okay. So, I as long as you bring merit to the table, you, you're valid as a musician. You think it's fair game. I just feel like a lot of people feel strongly one way or another. I just got in a conversation today. A lot of people don't know the details. With some com- with some comic book fans talking about, uh, I guess, Hawkman in the new Black Adam movie. Okay. He's Egyptian in the fa- in the comic books, or he's white. He's white in the comic books, but now okay. he's portrayed by a black man, and we're talking about it. And okay. I'm just, like, so bewildered. I'm like... Who fucking cares? He's black. Like it's just a different. Like who? If he's a good actor and he can portray whatever whoever Hawkman is, who cares if he's black? Like I. I but like they're so like okay. Well, it's a white person on the page. Then it has to be a white person that I'm seeing on the movie screen. And I just I find problems with that. Hmm. I don't. I think this connects in my brain in that you take the song and then you make something slightly different. Source, you're taking the source material. You're taking the source material and making something different. I feel that's a different thing. The movie's a different thing from the comic books, and so it should get the you know the freedom the, to do whatever kind of the whatever it wants. Right, but that, that's a little different because it's 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 a cover. That's true. 
It's a cover. Uh, I guess yeah. This is more of that's more of a conversation for covers, not as opposed to uncredited song stealing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm. If they if they it happened it, today. If they so. call it Birdman, copied the Hawkman summary, and then replaced it with the black guy, that would be a little bit confusing. That's funny. All right. Anyway, let's <laughs> also move on. valuable potentially if they did it. Well. And it's a different conversation. Here's Cover, death, yeah, death of idiot blues. Anyway, poison idea. <laughs> The beauty with this band is seriously in the singing and then the guitar, but mostly the guitar. Yeah, yeah, the, the drummer plays along with the guitar, which is, and they do it pretty well. Yeah, the drummer's also good. At, at the end of the day, it's similar to the Black Sabbath, where it's like they work together well, so that helps too. But it, the, their quality level is not high. It, no. it is it is somewhere in the semi-professional range. I'm going to go back a little bit. This song is called Death of an Idiot Blues. This is about their, their friend dying. This is about their friend dying, but listen to this. Death of an idiot. Well, having forgotten all the other deaths and everything else that happened since then, and whenever I drive through my neighborhood, I think of him laying there dead. My friend, a fucking idiot, a man I used to know. A fucking idiot, man I used to know. That's it, that's how they refer to each other. This a fucking idiot. A man I knew. And he's dead now. I don't know why he died. I picture him there laying there, laying there dead. Laying there dead. Okay, and then we're gonna get the outro of this, but like... This, I, this belongs in Guitar Hero. Yep. The song is just fucking insane. They have a song about their idiot friend dying, and they're sad about it. Their brother, their com com camaraderie. There's so, so much community in this. I feel good punk music. Here, here, hold on. I'm still a boy. I'm still a fucking boy. Innocent. Who made it? Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Dad. I'll see you in hell! You know he does that so brutal live, dude. Some, some punk singers will sing until they bleed out of their mouth. Yeah, it's basically like Fucking, I will see you in hell! <laughs> Thanks, Mom! Like, I love it. I, I fucking... Uh, it definitely gets... I listen to this at work, and it would literally make me be like, uh, 
Whatever it, like, I love it. It that, literally why, gives me life. That's part of why I couldn't. I had to stop listening to it because I was like, you can't do. You can't do it in like my like calm. It's not calm. You can't like no, put no, it in no. the background. You have to fucking listen to yeah, it. Yeah, you have to let it drive you because you can't ignore it. And I think I, at one point I put it on during a working session. I made it like ten songs in before I was like. It's too much. Yeah. <laughs> but but it did hype me up, though. I mean, it did hype... It, yeah, like you said, just give you life. like Because it's just the raw aggression and emotion behind it. It's like, like you said, you could feel the spit coming out of his mouth. Yeah. Like, that's that's the appeal of this with, with absolute certainty. And and which makes it great for fighting, fucking, and running. Should we go to the next song? This is, is taken is by the next surprise. song called Fighting, Fucking, and Running? This is the best song. Oh yeah, so close. Drives it into the ground. Yeah, but just screaming. Yeah. Imagine if he had melody in his voice. God, I mean, it would be, it would be, it would be basically be like Pantera, but you know, way yeah, worse. Here. Yeah. All, all it takes is yeah, the little call and response between if, the guitarist and the singer again. That's it. Done. It's game over. Maybe it was done in a British accent. But the guitarist kind of finishes off the melody hook. So maybe they weren't capable, and maybe they didn't. Maybe it's not that they didn't try, but they just they just weren't capable. It's certainly possible. I think it's a good song. I really like this song. This song is really put together. Yeah. This is definitely the most. This is a song that was covered by Metallica. This is a song that was covered by Metallica. I could totally see it. I mean. It, it, that hook is the most complete hook on on the whole album. On the album. It's not even a question. It's not even. It's not even a comparison. This, this is if, my favorite song. Literally, if they instead of having that guitar riff there, or if they can keep the guitar riff and then have three more words over the top of it, you have a complete hook. God, they hate this podcast so much. <laughs> Who are we doing this Listen, for? God, this is God. this is this is for. Only the the only people that will like this and have made it this far are people that want to listen yeah, this, to this us. Is, this is basically because us a wet blanket on your. <laughs> it's it's like I was trying to come at this in a positive light. Paul's just like, let me just like critique. Let me just think like, what can we change about it to make it good? I'm, and I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I, I, I think I'm, it's, not saying, I'm not saying you have to, to make it good. I'm just saying to make it for a me, hit for me to like it first of all, and to make it like more just like 
likable for everybody. Which they're not. They're the yeah, but that's what I mean, though. Like, I don't think. I don't think you need to do that. The last thing they're trying to be. Yeah. No, but I'm just saying it frustrates me. Yeah. To hear that to it. because I'm like, can you please just fucking do it? Yeah, but they. Can fuck you please it, just fucking like, do fuck it. Fuck you! They're, like, they're just so fucking hell bent. Uh huh. This is why I hate this music. Huh? That's why I can't stand listening. I know to it's music. so in, infuriating. It's so it's like, but it's then like you, pa- I'm telling you, you should have yeah. offered you and they take it away. Yeah, I think, I think, say, fuck you, your face. I think you should have listened to it a little bit more because I totally get it. And I swear to God, on the sixth, sixth listen, I was like, I think I get it. <laughs> I think I'm on board. That's what I, that's what I, it literally took, that's, this is that, it really took listening and listening and be like, okay. They're basically, it's just pure, it's just pure hate. It's in. Fucking in is shit. Yeah. So, and, and that, that, that does help me understand it a lot more. I, I, I just think, however much I understand that, I'm not gonna like it. I think I just I love that this exists, and I love that we they they really took it to the fucking extreme. We made a thing, we made rock and roll, and then to just like push it and push it and push it till we get this shit is just fucking insane to me. Yeah, like you like can't miracle, right? you yeah. can't take it past this, right? You can. People did. People go past it. Matt sent me other shit. It goes you, past you this. Get, you can't do more but, of what they were doing. Yeah. Like, the, 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 this this exact style is, is... Hardcore punk is the most extreme. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I just... I have a certain respect for that. I just... I do. I do. To make full songs? Do you really do? Nice. There it is. Let's move on. This is Adam's on. Alan's Alan's on fire. Alan. Alan's done. Great intro for a punk song. to me and if you don't <laughs> I'll set myself on fire this is where I thought that maybe they're straight edge I thought this is like some Buddhist shit and it, it's not but like I like it though it's 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 a song about not being heard your entire fucking life and being like I'm gonna be so fucking loud and so fucking aggressive that you will have to listen to me 
And I know I love the fucking mentality. I love the heart. I love the heart. Just the sheer passion in this, like, I will tell you to go fuck yourself and you will hear me. And I will give it my fucking it's very clear. all. It's very clear. This, Like you said at the very beginning, this whole album is very clear. Yeah. They don't fuck around. There, there's zero, like, they, it's kind of funny that they're from Portland and what they're saying is very clear, because I think, but <laughs> it's just it's just a different type of clear than what you're, I think. Thinking of. That, like, it's not, it's not, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it, it's very it's very aggressive. It's very specific on what they're trying to say, and they get it through, so I guess. I hope you choke as I go up in flames. I told you my problems, but you never heard a word. This is the moment for once in my life I will be heard. I know there must be a better way, but I don't know how. You've lied to me, you've ignored me, but you won't now. I will be heard, I will be heard. That's the song. I fucking love it. This is so metal. That's, see, that's, that's, that's my shit right there. See, like, I think you were 100% right on the pig machine thing. I mean, like, that's... Apparently, pig machine has, like, an extensive hat. He's dead now. Had an extensive record collection. He was, like, the guy. He was the guy. He was the music guy. Yeah, that, that, I mean, that's a really solid solo. Yeah. It's a little, it's a little chaotic, but the... Pig the machine goes hard. Music. I got, I got a lot of respect for this pig, band. Pig, pig Machine definitely sounds. He's, he's a legit motherfucker. Yeah. And the, the riffs on every song, he does he hasn't he doesn't missed. No. None of the riffs are boring. Yeah. They're they're not. They're just simply not. There's yeah. The, the, the drummer could do so much more around the, the riffs. The riffs are so strong. If that guy, if Pig Machine was placed in a different surroundings and had slightly different taste in music, motherfucker could have been a millionaire. He would have lost weight. He would have been living today. Yeah, but cranking out be pig fat machine. tunes. <laughs> I like Pig Machine. I love the name. You can't be Pig Machine and be I a millionaire. You, you can't. But I love that I know who Pig... This is what I love about our podcast. I love that I know that Pig Machine exists. Yeah. I love that I know this album exists. Good God. Oh, my God. You would have no idea that this exists. No, you wouldn't. I love it. Do you think you Matt's going to listen to this? Matt, do you, have you made it this far? <laughs> Matt, if you made it this far, text me right now. Yeah. He's going to be... He won't be mad. He knows who we are, obviously. He cannot be mad about your comments. He's going to go, hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we hate hooks. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah, fuck hooks. He's got to listen to this, right? Well, he I, suggested I, the. I said, I said it during when we, me and Jay, are kind of talking on in between the songs when all the songs playing. Since we're in person it, now, it's a big since deal. we're in person, we can chat. Other than that, we just kind of like motion like monkeys, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, this, uh, this, the, the, it would be so much fun to go to live. Yeah, mosh pit the fuck up. It would be insane. Yeah. Absolutely insane. People would be injured. I would be injured, probably. Yeah. I'd probably injure somebody. It'd be a fun show. Did you see someone died at a fish concert this last week? Did they get bored to death? (laughs) (laughs) So that's what I thought. But then I looked, I read the article, and it said they fell from a balcony. Oh, damn. Paul. That's what they're calling it these days. Paul, how did they fall? What did they do? I'm so curious. They were jamming. They were dancing. Too were hard. they super high? Were they and they were, were they reaching out <laughs> to try to touch one of the fish yes, players? Marty. I don't know what his name is. 
I just picture Marty Schwartz up there. Do you know a fish song? I don't know a single fish song. Neither do I. Here's Welcome to Krell. That's like one of my least favorite things that they do do. <laughs> do do. Oh. <laughs> Is that they do this like start stop shit and I hate that. Punk people can't like that because it totally like throws a wrench in their machine of energy. I just, I feel like they can't like that. I hate Welcome to Krell. I fucking hate this song. <laughs> you know what? You don't want to go to Krell? Fuck Krell. What's wrong with Krell? What is welcome to Krell? Oh, this long. I read a lot of reviews. I, I delved in pretty deep. I read a lot of reviews. Customer reviews on like all music and shit. Great hardcore punk album. I'm not, this is not verbatim. This is me. Just thinking of what the person oh, said. Okay, yep. Great hardcore punk album. Got some absolute hits on here. Get into some real uh, filler stuff with Welcome to Krell, Nation of Finks, Backstab Gospel, which is this song and the next two songs. So I'm just going to roll right into Nation of Finks. All right. Which is number 10. I think I have a lot of respect for for punk music. I, I I legit do not have any respect for metal music. I don't think that's gonna be a barrier for me. That's gonna be really hard to break. Like for me, this I get it. I really get, I think I get it. I think I understand it. And maybe it's because I know Matt and I know how Matt operates. I talk to him about music and movies and stuff a lot, so I kind of understand like his the why he understands it. And like we've had conversations about it. But like metal. It's fucking so lame. I think it's so lame. It's like making punk. It's like taking punk and then making it nerdy. And it's like, ugh. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot, uh, of, there's a lot of music enthusiasts that are deeply into metal. And that's just I don't get it. It's it, to me it's like concept art. Yeah. It's like it's like liking prog rock, Dad. Yeah, it's, a bit, it's a bit like prog rock. And it's like, ah, I like punk because you're so accessible if you understand if you like just give it a chance you're like you know there's nothing to get that's what i love about it it's so immediate and present like boom bam here we are fuck you mosh or don't that's it there's nothing else to understand and i it's, love that yeah, about it that's, that's definitely true it's, it's like a hot dog like you know the two in, <laughs> you know the two ingredients the three ingredients it's backstab gospel actually that's wrong because in a hot dog you don't know the ingredients at all uh, <laughs> yeah, well, in a lot of this, there's a lot of sounds going on. You're not really sure what's going on. Well, yeah. In a way, you know, I think a hot dog is actually a pretty good. You know exactly what's going on. But you know? hot dog is also the the byproduct of mass consumerism. It's disgusting. Uh, of the 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 pinnacle of meat processing. That's true. 
where punk is the op is trying to be the opposite. So it's it's wrong, but here's the thing. I, it, but I, I I see the I see the anything thought. that's pure in life isn't anything whole in life usually isn't that unhealthy. That's that's the thing. When we talk about unhealthy things, it's hard to come up with something that comes from the earth that's unhealthy. Yeah, like yeah. Bacon. pig. Yeah. It's like a they're like a BLT. Punk is like a BLT, but bread isn't really either. I'm just I'm trying oh, to think of raw you're thinking things. Way too bad. hard. Way too hard. No, this is this is appropriate. This uh, is appropriate Matt's a vegan. <laughs> this is an appropriate amount of thinking. We need to equate punk into a three. I didn't look. Do you think there's item. punk music podcast? If we don't do this, this whole episode is what's the point? Sorry, is anyone still with us? <laughs> <laughs> There's no way anyone's still with Lettuce, us. Lettuce, bacon, tomato, and, and bread. Drummer, guitar, bass, and singer. It's perfect. Okay, what, what, what did you say? Huh? Oh, you asked my question. I thought you asked question. Did I ask anyone? Oh, I don't know. What, 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 would, you ever, would you ever listen to any of this, these songs again? No. Um, no, 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 no. Uh, okay. Um, would you ever play this under any circumstances? Or what, sir? Yeah, what? Yeah. The only time I imagine this ever coming up again in my entire life is uh, meeting someone oh, yeah. who loves punk music. Yeah. And being like, Have you, you, have you gone to a punk show? Me? Yeah. Only once. With Matt. Oh, with Matt. Okay. Yeah. Tell that, yes. Yeah, so one of my fa- I, I tell a story a lot. I think it's so funny. It's that, uh, that's the worst, worst way to start a story. Sorry for anyone who's listening. That's all right. It was uh, Matt, uh, I don't remember, I think I was, is pre 21. Because before the show, and I took Alex Strimp. Alec, if you're listening, shout outs. <laughs> you're not. <laughs> I don't know why he came with, but what he came with, because Matt, Matt and Alec kind of knew each other, because Alec was walking our dog at times. This, this is like first year of college. And there was a show in Oakland, and me, Alec, Matt, and Megan went, and we were standing outside the show, and I couldn't buy alcohol. So basically, Matt was like, I'm not going to buy you alcohol because Matt's strategy is not going to buy me alcohol. Fair. Totally understandable. But he didn't have a problem with me shoulder tapping someone else in the show to buy me a 40. So that, wow. so I did that. So, so Matt, Matt's a fan of hot dogs. Weirdly processed garbage. What? <laughs> it's just a strange pro. Oh, sort of well, look, I don't think he was okay with it, but I think he's my brother, and he took me, you know. Sure, sure, sure. Look, Matt, if you did, I appreciate it. It made the experience <laughs> so much better that I had a 40. So, anyway, I get someone, they buy me a 40, and we go in, and it's, Paul, I'm not going to, there's a house, there's a house in Oakland, but this show was underneath that house. It was like a, it wasn't a basement, because there's no basements in California. <laughs> this is just underneath the house. It's just, there's dirt. Sure, sure. And then there's a band in the corner. There's a, a lifted house, a weird lifted house situation. I don't know how to describe it. It's like a walk up in New York, but where the walk up part is, there's the under part. And okay. it's just dirt. Okay. And there's a band. And you pay $5 to get Disgusting. in. Disgusting. Disgusting. I think the band is called Gas Rag. They're on Spotify, funny enough. We could play them after Truly this. Disgusting. I still remember it to this day. It was fucking insane. This is the most crazy shit I've ever experienced. Anyway, we're, we're in. And I'm like, I turn to Matt and I'm like, holy shit, this is a real punk show, isn't it? Like, this is, like, fucking crazy. And he's, like, looks at me. He's, like, yeah, man. The guy next to you is huffing paint. And I look, <laughs> I look to the left of me, and there's a guy with a fucking paper bag. I, go, oh! <laughs> I was, like, holy fucking shit, he's huffing paint. He's, like, don't say it so loud. <laughs> oh, shit. 
It was like 45 minutes long. We fucking moshed the shit out for like seven other people, and then we left. It was fantastic. There was like seven. There was like ten people. There, there was not a lot of people. Ten people. Ten to I think people. Matt was mostly chilling in the back. Me and Alec were like fucking drunk off forties. We were like, yeah. <laughs> I had a great time. I had yeah, a fantastic time. Probably stuck out like sore thumb. Oh, <laughs> understatement. <laughs> we were just like they're punk kids in yeah. Oakland. Like we were just like ha ha ha. But they were nice. <laughs> That's what we live in Pleasant. My 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 any kind of communications I've had with the punk community community through Matt have been all extremely pleasant. Super nice people. You know, welcoming. I, I, I have to say the same thing. I mean, I went to an addicts concert, so that's mainstream punk. It's about as mainstream punk as you can get. And all of the people there were extremely friendly. Yeah. Even the people that look like they were the scariest were the most They're the friendly. nice people. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, it's such a small community. It's like, once you're in it, you're everyone's like, hey, is this so fun? What are fun? you doing here? How do we all like this garbage music? <laughs> Isn't like that sick? <laughs> It's like you have to be tight. Yeah, I, I feel. Guess, yeah, I guess it's like vegans meeting each other. Paul, I told you the story of Matt in New York, right? Which one? They're going to the Ford concert. The guitarist. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. yes so yes. I'm going to tell this story just for anyone. Yeah. Because yeah. it's insane. It's just an absurd. So story. Matt Matt visited me a couple weeks ago, and um, he found brother. Uh, my brother, oldest brother. I'm the youngest. Paul's the middle. Matt's the oldest. And uh, he found this record store because he loves records, big collector of punk records and just records in general. But I think I'm mostly punk records. And he found this record store he wanted to go to. So we go. It's in Bushwick. It's uh, we go in the afternoon. It's a closet. It's a room. There's nothing there. I find records that I like in the miscellaneous section because all the other sections are metal and punk, <laughs> not my music, obviously. Anyway, so we're there, and Matt had worn this shirt that day that was basically just the drawing of dick and buttholes that had created, like, a monster. And he wore it specifically because we were going to see our parents that day, and he was basically being his punk self, like, hey, it'd be funny if, like, I wore this. Anyway, so we're wearing it, and me and my girlfriend had kind of made fun of the shirt because we're like, Jesus fucking Christ, Matt, like, why would you wear that? That is just atrocious. And he's like, huh, I don't know, it's funny. And I like the shirt. I like the band. Anyway, so we're at the punk uh, record store, and... I buy my records, and then Matt's still kind of looking through, he's fingering through, and then he finally is done, and he's going and checking out, and me and Mia were talking, my girlfriend, we were talking a little bit to left, obviously very small, we could hear them talking, it sounded like a very friendly conversation. My takeaway from it immediately was like, wow, it's so nice, like I could hear the guy, he was like talking about punk music, was kind of like, how long are you going to be here for? Because, like, it, it just, I was like, you know what, in my head, I was like, that's so cool. Like, you go to a foreign city, and because this community is so, like, close, or whatever, they're just immediately like, hey man, I got a show coming up, and because they're all underground and all this shit. I thought that was so cool. We leave the store, and Matt's like, you know what's funny? Oh, oh I, didn't, I didn't mention this. This is kind of. Did a, John mention the shirt? Well, I mentioned the shirt. He's wearing the shirt, but the shirt with Dick and Bullholes, it was a band t shirt. And we're leaving the store, and he says, you know what's funny? That guy was the guitarist of this band. <laughs> it's this like tiny band from New York. That's not even a band anymore. They were a band like three years ago. And the guy was like, oh yeah, I remember that shirt. I haven't seen it in a while. And Matt didn't know they were from New York. No, didn't know anything about it. We did not go there because that band owns the store. Like it was just complete happenstance that that guy was just running the counter that day. That's how fucking small this community is. Anyway, Smallest any communities, but however you want to put it, that is just an absolute anomaly. Unbelievable. Happens once in a lifetime. Unreal. 
Anyway, here's Painkiller. That's what makes this giant, giant effect. The big sound. Okay. So I haven't noticed that either. And they're covering such a huge spectrum, yeah, which is yeah. part of this whole 90s rock effect that they were doing at the time. But really brilliant. Brilliant guitar playing because it's so, I mean, at the same level as Billy Corbin. It does make it very, like, encompassing. All right, here's my favorite part. It's the end. And the song about drinking. Disgusting. Can I do it one more time? <laughs> it's like a monster in like an anime show. <laughs> let's, let's rip that. Let's turn that into a beat. Can I get credit for that? I just I I went to the song next to it right to that point that and turned good. the volume up right at that, that point. That was really fucking clean. <laughs> Real clean. It's like an anime. It's disgusting. You, you just picture like the whole, a, I don't even know what the song sounds like. I see painkiller. I'm like, oh, it's that fucking. <laughs> Sitting in my room, drinking, sipping from the poison. Literally, that song, yeah, that song is literally just about... Sipping on poison. Horrible, drinking well, 40, 80 proof sweat just is a line in that 80 song. 80 proof sweat, that's a good line. Mm -hmm. 80 proof sweat's a good line. Okay, I did. I, I should have touched on it more, but honestly, if you read through the lyrics, like, they're pretty good. I, I think, this, like... This song? Yeah. No, 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 just in general. Yeah. Like, I, I, I do like the lyricism. Like a lot. I think it's really, I mean, it's really rudimentary. It's really straightforward. It's extreme. Like, no, 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 I know, I know, no. It is. I, I, I will not argue with I'm, you I'm there. not saying that's bad. I think, oh, just, I, I just. It's easy. Yeah, it's easy, and it's just like, I don't know. I just feel like it's so straightforward, and just like, just the right amount of like, twisting of it, and like, the, the wording of it, with his screaming, I just feel like. yeah. I think I think the sing the singer's good at what he does. Because imagine this imagine this music with like clever songwriting. No, no, no. no. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's well, what I mean. Well, well, Pig Pig Machine's clever. Yeah, but that's different. That's guitar. That's a different feeling. Yeah. Imagine, you can't have clever lyrics with this kind of music. You have to have straightforward. If you if you, if you, if you had clever lyrics, it'd come off dainty. You're yeah. Right. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, it fits the it fits the song perfectly. It fits, the, it fits the whole album. The whole, it fits the whole vibe perfectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and complements it. There, there are times, yeah, as far as the songwriting goes, he tells he tells the story. He tells it very straightforward. 
there's just a new there's a next level of missing and I'm not an excellent songwriter so I can't tell you exactly what's missing but there's something that's and, and they could make what they're doing better in the songwriting and that's not the case in a lot of things that they do but I think even okay. even 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 for them I think they could do what they were doing better in the song even writing. even in the all right. I, I, Definitely I, in the song. I don't think I don't think it's the case for all the songs. I think there's a, a few phrases and a few and like quite a bit of their songs. I think Alan's on fire. I think that, that painkiller has a couple good lines and uh, just to get away. Or no, sorry, not just to get away. Take it by surprise. Yeah, Those are the yeah. three songs and plastic. And I, I'm not even fully qualified to say it anyway. I know because you only listen to it twice. That, I haven't listened to it that closely. <laughs> so. And all right, this is the closer. Paul, did you ever make it to the song? I did make it to the song. I listened all the way through. Okay. Yeah. It's the longest song. It's six minutes. Every other song is bare, uh, definitely under that. four. Yeah, yeah. What the hell? And I, I, I kind of like this song too. Yeah, I know. So do I. That's why I was like, I hope you at least made it. To this yeah, song. yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember thinking that this song was specifically good, and I expected it to be specifically terrible. Yep. You think the close <laughs> is gonna be terrible, but here you it think is. Think a six-minute-long song on this album is is going to be an absolute mess. Oh God, yeah, right. And it's good. Let's go through it. Feel the darkness. It's like a bluesy kind of like romp. It's about a prostitute. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that. This yeah, that's that's very very punk as well. He's a, I get lots of blues in this. The walking baseline. Yeah, it's still very taunting in a, in a punk fashion. Ah, uh, like aggressive. You would never find this in, in blues. But I mean, a cousin. For sure, I mean, derived from, but you yeah. could say all of this is derived from blues. Of course. But this is definitely all the closest right. thing. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, I can see I can see how you can say that for sure. I know. Oh, you know what's funny? I just realized, because this is the closing song, and we definitely did not do a rating scale on the... <laughs> oh my god, we didn't do a rating scale. <laughs> but we can't. We can't, right? Because, like you said, like, I think you set the precedent where you're like, all the songs... Like, there's no arc of this album. There's there is, arc. in a way, but there's not at all. Right here. It really is. Hold on, there's a part. Oh, 
I think that's that's the best moment of the entire album. The first time I heard that, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm in. Feel the darkness. Feel darkness. And it's got a picture of Tiny Tim as the album. Feel the darkness. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so the the album cover is a gun pointed at Tiny Tim's face. Hell, yeah. And and Tiny Tim's kind of famous for the, I'm so Lucky yeah, he kind of like a parody. I mean, he's, he was a comedian, so you know, you could you could say that he was uh, he himself was depressed. I think. Jesus fucking Christ. But but um, but that is kind of he's the symbol of pure happiness, really, in a lot of yeah. in a lot of people's eyes. I have no time to tell so. Feel the darkness. I should redo that, Paul. You want to get in close here, and let's just do a whole podcast in NPR style. Hi, everybody. Thank you for listening today. We've had so much. Thanks, Mom! Thanks, Dad! I'll see you in HELL! Thank you with us on the album crawl tonight. (laughs) Feel the darkness. Alright, alright. Let's have to close it out, I think. Um, Yeah, so that's the the, the cover, I think. I mean, you get it. Gone, Tiny Tim. It's black very and symbolic, white. very simple. I thought probably Tiny Tim was the shit at the time, and you know, a little edgy edge lords. These guys are edge lords. No fucking doubt about that. <laughs> no doubt about that. They'd, so, hate, they'd hate to hear it. But. Paul, I think there's only one thing left to do, and I think it's a really easy question. What's the song on the album? Yeah, on the podcast, and I think because since you didn't listen to it, I think it's basically just up to me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I like the badge, uh, but. Uh, but uh, what was the fourth? What's the name of the fourth song? Just to get away. Just, Just to, to get, get away, away is, is also a good song. Yes, that's a good song. The badge was the badge was okay. I think I like the second song, which I think is, is deep sleep. It's, yeah, it's really simple, but it's good. Yes, yeah. nice. the, really the first four pretty solid. Yeah, they they really are. They really are. Yeah, uh, I would say the I would say the fourth song was my favorite song on uh, the album. Honestly, I can I can actually go with that. I'm actually down with Just to Get Away. That would be definitely my number two pick. But because you say that upon listening to it for your first time, basically. Do you want to go painkiller? <laughs> no. Let's go just go just to get away. Well, what was the other? What was your first option? Oh, taken by surprise. The song that Metallica had covered. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's both of those are good. I I didn't catch that on the on my go arounds. I didn't catch it. So. All right, so this is taken by I, surprise. I, yeah. Yeah, it's like it's it's really the only legitimate song. It sounds just like a Green Day song. Yeah, but actually, I I like I would hunt me down and kill me if they are. I like the pick as just to get away. This song is good. This drums? Yeah, this is. I'm doing it. I'm already doing it. All right, sick. All right. Both songs had big time potential. Hmm. Our playlist, ever more confusing. <laughs> <laughs> Can't play it at your party or anywhere ever. No, you, they're not playing pretty much under any circumstances. But All right. Paul, 
It's that moment. Yes. It's been a while. It has. It has been a while. Uh, so, I was originally going to pick a timely album to come to, to play along here. But um, I don't want to do that. So, I just, after this conversation, I have decided to go with a an album related to our discussion today. Okay. That we can we can expand on oh a God, lot of things. Oh my God, you're aren't you? <laughs> We're <laughs> to explain a lot of things. Green Day, oh. American. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. God, I'm not oh, gonna okay. get a green day. It's not off the table. Green Day is not off the table. I'm not no, no, of course not. The album is "I Was Walking Through the Woods." Hold on, hold on. Expanded edition. We're gonna listen to an expanded edition. The expanded edition is only 40 minutes long, so 41 minutes. I can't believe what I'm hearing right now. Oh, I see what you're doing here, dude, buddy guy. We're getting ourselves into the blues. Nice. We haven't touched on the blues yet, and I figured this segue from the Led Zeppelin you know funny? conversation would be a perfect way. The to first go. song, by far the least amount of plays. Really? <laughs> by far. So, so picking an album by Buddy Guy is, is kind of difficult because he's yeah, got right. it's, it's it's like, a shit ton of albums. Yeah, we're, we're like his we're biggest album is from the nineties. I don't. Know. Yeah. Well. When he made a he made a bunch of songs with like Mark Knopfler and Jeff Beck and it's Eric Clapton. Insane. Okay. So so it's really tempting to pick that album, but the, yeah. But and and it, I can't even sit here and say that that's that's not an accurate album to pick for Buddy Guy. Because, <laughs> well, first of all, I don't know, but he's like fi- he's like probably fifty years old at that time, and but but I was like figured. Let's get to the raw shit. Let's get to what yeah. made Buddy Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I place. think that's the correct. There was one album called The Man in the Blues, and I thought that that would be the the best probably album to pick. But then I went through some of the songs, and I was like, you know what? This is this is the album that I think is going to be the best, most enjoyable for us, okay. and most accurate of his life's work. Great. Well, based off of slightly mis, mis, misinformed, you know, not tons of information, so we're gonna find out. I'm excited. This is this is great. It's a good pick. All right, Paul, do you have any final words? Feel the darkness. <laughs> and from all of us here at the album crawl, we appreciate you listening. Please keep listening. Hit us up on Instagram. Hit us up on Twitter. Just kidding, we're not there. Email us thealbumcrawl@gmail.com we'll if you have any time. suggestions. Things that you like, things that you'd hated. Albums you want to listen to. Albums you want to listen to. Suggestions. We don't give a fuck. We'll probably do them. We don't have a lot of ideas. Thank you so much for listening. Here is Watch Yourself, the first track on our next episode, I Was Walking Through the Woods by Buddy Guy. 1970. All right, on six, we're rolling. Pretty good, you know. Shame you let these homely girls come up and take your man. Pretty baby, everybody know you are fine. But these are homely girls that made a many men change his mind. Pretty girl, you better watch yourself before these homely girls will put you on the shelf. Oh,